In this presentation, we will be discussing the Child and Dependent Care Expenses Credit. Note that this is different than the Child Tax Credit, so this is the credit related to expenses for child and dependent care. We will be discussing the question of, can I claim the credit? This information is coming from Publication 503. To be able to claim the credit for child and dependent care expenses, you must file Form 1040 or Form 1040-NR, not Form 1040-NREZ, and meet all the tests you must meet to claim a credit for child and dependent care expenses. So obviously to claim the credit, we need to file the tax return. That typically is the Form 1040. Note there's not any 1040-A or 1040-EZ in 2018 because they've basically been done away with. So if you have a 1040A, 1040EZ in the past, you will typically be filing the form 1040 here. It's a shorter 1040 form. And then any added information, as there will be with things like a credit, will be on separate schedules as we'll discuss in future. Back to the text. Uh, tests you must meet to claim the credit for child and dependent care expenses. To be able to claim the credit for child and dependent care expenses, you must meet the following tests. 1. Qualifying person test. The care must be for one or more qualified persons who are identified on Form 2441. We'll see more about that later. Test 2. Earned income test. You and your spouse, if filing jointly, must have earned income during the year. So, however, rule for student spouse or spouse not able to care for uh, self under you must have earned income. We'll talk about these later. So we'll get into more detail about each of these qualifications. But in essence, you got to have some income typically. And remember that the IRS is usually looking for that to be oftentimes to be part of the requirements for things like credits of this nature, some type of earned income to kind of incentivize work to be able to get the credit number three work related expense test you must pay child and dependent care expenses so you and your spouse if filing jointly can work or look for work so note that the theory or the gist of the law or the rationale of the law is that there's a credit so that there's care so that someone can go and work so that's going to be a specific kind of need that we're going to have to look into and see what the requirements will be related to work because clearly the credit is given uh, or the idea of the credit or one of the ideas of the credit this is my interpretation of it is the credit is designed to incentivize work so the credit is there for those expenses that allow people to then go and, and be able to work including child care expenses so we'll have different situations and you could think of scenarios but what if the two people are married do both people have to be working or what if it's a single individual in work and what qualifies as the type of expenses for work related so we'll get into more of that in detail at a future presentation number four you must make payments for child and dependent care to someone you and your spouse can't claim as a dependent and we can imagine the kind of question that would come up here if we had two children and we paid one child to take care of the other child then could we then have the expenses that we paid for the one child to be a deduction in this case and typically the answer would be no if the, both the children would be dependents on the tax return we'll talk more about this later but for now back to the text if you make payments to your child he or she can't be your dependent and must be aged 19 or older by the end of the year you can't make payments to a your spouse so obviously we can't do the same for our spouse so if a married couple can't pay uh, expenses to the other spouse that could then be deductible for tax purposes for child care uh, if, if they're married filing joint 
be the parent of your qualifying person if your qualifying person is your child and under age 13. See payments and relatives or dependents under are these work-related expenses later. So we will discuss this information in more detail later. Number five, joint return test. Your filing status may be single, head of household, or qualifying widow, widower with dependent child. If you are married, you must file joint return unless an exception applies to you. Uh, see what's your filing status later. So we'll go into more detail of this. But note what they're basically saying is the married filing separate is something they're going to be very skeptical of to take this this credit so you can see that we have married if you, if someone is married then you have to file married filing joint in essence for the most part to be able to take the credit because you can imagine a situation if someone is married and then they're going to say well the two are going to have married filing separate and try to see if they can uh, get a larger credit in that case given the qualifications for the credit so the IRS wants to avoid that. If you're married, you really only have two options, married filing joint typically or married filing separate. If you file married filing separate, you have more difficulty to qualify for particular credits, including uh, this one. Next item, provider identification test. You must identify the care provider on your tax return. See care provider identification test later. We'll discuss this more in the future. However, we typically need to provide information about the person that we paid for the caretaking of the child. So that next item, if you exclude or deduct dependent care benefits provided by a dependent care benefit plan, the total amount you exclude or deduct must be less than the dollar limit for qualifying expenses, generally 3000 if one qualifying person was cared for or 6000 if two or more persons were cared for. If two or more qualifying persons were cared for, the amount you exclude or deduct will always be less than the dollar amount because the total amount you can exclude or deduct is limited to 5000 See reduced dollar amount limit under how to figure the credit later. So we'll get into some more details of the calculation of the credit in future presentations. But for now, just note that this rule has to do with benefits provided by a dependent care benefit plan. So we'll, we'll get into more detail about these tests in future presentations. For now, we just want to get a look and feel of what the tax return would look like with regard to this expenses credit. Here is our test 1040. We're not going to get into a lot of detail right now. We just want to get a feel for what this credit would look like on the tax return. We have our head of household filing individual here. We've got the one dependent. So we've got the one dependent. We're going to say that the income is 75,000, so 75,000, and then the adjusted gross income also 75,000. Standard deduction because of that dependent is head of household status 18,000, bringing the amount of taxable income to 57,000, tax being calculated at 7,094. So there's the 7,094. Now, this is the child tax credit. That's not what we're concentrating on here. We're concentrating on the expenses for the child care so child and dependent care expenses so typically uh, oftentimes you'll have both of those because you'll have the child tax credit up to 2000 and then possibly the dependent care dependent care expenses credit if it is applicable so the dependent care expenses credit then will be filed with form 2441 so child and dependent care expenses so we see some information here we'll get into the more detail about this information but you can go through some of the calculations and then at the bottom of this as we'll get into more detail later 
we'll finally get the calculation of the 600. So in our case, we're saying that 10,000 was paid and we're going to say that 600 is the amount of the credit. That credit, as you can see here, is going to go to Schedule 3, line 49. So if we go to Schedule 3 then, and we go to line 49, there's the credit. So note that now that uh, under the 2018 rules, we'll have the Schedule 3. So the Schedule 3 then is going to be necessary so that we can record this credit. There's the credit, line uh, 55. And then we can see that this is going to go to the Form 1040, line 12. So then if we go back to the 1040 and we go to line 12, then here is line 12. So it's a little tricky the way that works because here's the 2000 and then it jumps up to 2600. Why? Because this is including the amount on Schedule 3. So 2000 for the child tax credit then. And then the 600 that we just saw on Schedule 3 brings it to 2600. And then we know that, that that's a dollar for dollar credit. So this was our liability. Minus the 2,600 brings the liability down to 4,494. And so that would be uh, where we're, we're at. We don't have, we're not talking about any tax payment here. We're just talking about the liability at this time. We're calculating that liability. So we'll get into more depth about these schedules in future presentations.